Indian and cowboy, indigenous, independent, and listener-supported, rooted firmly at the intersection between digital media, podcasting, and indigenous storytelling. Hey guys, before we get started, you guys need to know about this contest we're having right now. We announced it in the last episode, but we're announcing it again because the deadline is approaching. Very quickly, very quickly. Speed of light, even. Exactly. Speed of time and light. Mm-hmm. Um, and so to basically give y'all a totally awesome chance to win completely fabulous prizes. Amazing prizes. We are actually doing the thing where we interrupt our own selves. That's right. To tell you about it. That's how important it is. We are interrupting ourselves to mm-hmm. tell you about stuff ourselves okay so here's what you got to do to enter the contest number one answer three trivia questions that's right and then number two is you're going to have a wonderful creative component so three trivia questions creative component you will email everything to us at metis.in.space at gmail.com come 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 before february 15th 15th that's right if you want a chance to win amazing incredible unbelievable space prizes you need to get it in before the deadline we're not university man. We're not giving extensions. It's just no. not going to happen. No, this is automatic automatic fail if you don't hand it in That's at right. the deadline. Yeah. So the trivia questions are, number one, in which episode were there no bears? Not only no bears in the episode, but an episode that we... We didn't even mention bears. We didn't even mention bears. We actually weren't even thinking about bears. No, weirdly, because yeah. indigenous people are always thinking about right, bears. when we're not being bears. Mm-hmm. Number two, uh, in which episode do, did we rate... What we watched out of awkward land metaphors. Awkward land metaphors, not Sorry. suave land metaphors. No, no, no. Awkward. awkward. Yes. Number three. All right. Name two common tropes through which sci-fi presents indigeneity. So these can be ones we've mentioned, or they can be new ones, but they have to be real tropes. No clowns. No clowns. Uh, oh, and the creative component. The Tell creative component component is you must write us a poem. In any style about Métis space or any aspect of Métis space. This can be any type of poem. It can have rhyme or rhythm. It can be abstract. It can be whatever you want. Uh, but bonus points if you rewrite the epic of Beowulf and make me grunt. <laughs> okay, so. Fabulous Chelsea. and unique prizes await you. Yes, Chelsea, what are they? Well, first prize is originally original, original, totally awesome pictures of Métis space drawn by my children. They're super awesome. And, and we'll sign them. For you. We'll, we'll autograph yeah. them. Yeah. Uh, which leads us to our second prize, which is totally crappy pictures of Métis in space drawn by Chelsea and myself, also signed with our crappy signatures. Yeah. And in a few generations, they might be you know, worth a few bucks. Maybe. Yeah. But hold on to them just in case. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Number three is a mystery awesome super space prize that is definitely not a secret because we don't know what it is yet and definitely is a secret because it is so incredibly glorious and to heighten the mystery. Yeah. We, we just want to keep y'all on tender hooks right That's until right. the last second. Exactly. Um, and also we're starting to put together the mystery awesome super space prize and it's actually awesome mm. and super and quite space. There you go. There you, go. Uh, you know you want it. Yeah. And so the final prize, uh, maybe the best prize. The best prize. Uh, is a ball of tinfoil that you can uncrumple and refold into a hat. Right. Or a mask. Or a mask. Or anything that you want. Little you know. booties. I don't know. Yeah. Make a t-shirt out of it. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Uh, yeah, whatever works for you, basically. Yeah. Hide your junk with it. Yeah, you never know what kind of like <laughs> rays might be getting in there, you know, like radiation and gamma rays and yeah, X rays. 
Good. All those government satellite spying on Ray, you. Ray, get away from our, from our junk, all right? <laughs> yeah. That does yeah, that's Yeah, the tinfoil is... Like, <laughs> Ray. Get away, Ray. That's kind of creepy. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> all right. So, yes, again, uh, answer those three questions. Do the poem. Email us, space at gmail.com, and do it all before February 15th, and you too could win fabulous prizes! Prizes, 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 prizes. And us uh, rambling incoherently about what all of this stuff is didn't work for you, or you forgot your pen, or your pencil lead broke halfway through, or you ran out of blood. <laughs> you can check out indianandcowboy.com slash news slash Métis in Space contest or just go to Indian and Cowboy and click through news and you will find all of the contest details. That's right. We've started getting submissions. And they're, they're awesome. Flipping awesome. Yeah, they're, they're amazing. so awesome. Yeah. And yours, I'm sure, will also be totally so awesome. So get in there. Get in there, Pam Squeaks. Come on. Now, we will be announcing winners um, at our next episode. That's right. So the time is now. The time is now. There's no other time. There's literally no other time. Yeah. I mean, just don't even hope that time travel will get you back here to redo it. Just do it now. No. I mean, your best bet would be to like try to go to some kind of, you know, mirror universe mm-hmm. and try to make that happen. But you, you those things never work That's out. That's just complicated, know? man. Don't yeah. leave it to the last second like no. everybody else. Yeah. Just, just, just email us. Work on that poem. Put some sweat into it. That's right. We're excited. Dancing into Temtik. Welcome to Otpem Suesquewa Kitsigisikok Meti in Space. Chelsea Val Nitsigason. Molly Swain Nitsigason. Mantusakaigan Nitotsin. Oh, Tuskonik Nitotsin. Welcome to Episode 1. Season two. Two, 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 two. two. Who would have friggin' thought? I know, right? I didn't expect a season two. I didn't expect really a full season one. I didn't expect an episode two. (laughs) (laughs) And yet here we are. Here we are. Uh, So, I I, I guess we have some explaining to do. we are we've we took quite the break from uh finishing off season one season one sort of just sort of dangled there for a couple months yep. <laughs> like like a lure at the end of a hook it was all very intentional exactly yes yes we just wanted to keep you hanging until the new year uh actually no we actually recorded <laughs> most of the final episode of season one uh before the winter break but then uh we were really tired and I think Molly had to like run off to Alberta and I was all knocked up and yeah, we just kind of took a break. Yeah. Yeah. But we're back. We are. Bigger, yeah. better than ever. Yeah. Probably. I mean, some of us especially are, are quite a bit bigger <laughs> in the, in the preggers uh, sense of the term. Now, like what's kind of interesting is, uh, I'm only about three months pregnant, but I look like I'm like five or six months pregnant and I was feeling a little self-conscious about this, but I've been talking to women who are like, you know, after you have a couple kids, you know, you start showing earlier and I'm just going with that. All right. Yeah. I'm just going with that. I'm going to be absolutely massive eventually like just scary big it's gonna look like there's a an adult human being 
curled up inside me. That's that's yeah. over the course of this season, Chelsea's voice is just going to sound further and further away because I just her won't stomach be able to, is going to yeah. get so big that she can't get it under the table anymore. Yeah. So I apologize yeah. in advance for this inevitable change. Yeah. Oh, speaking of change. Oh, so yes. what does this mean for the show, Chelsea? Well, uh, as you heard in uh, in our final episode of season one, we have phased out the Ask Muniao, uh because we found it was actually cruel to the person that we were uh, forcing to be the Muniao. Yeah. Yeah. Cruel, cruel and unusual uh, punishment. punishment. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, we, we recognize that this was a favorite spot for uh, for many of you, but uh, but I think it had its day. You know, it, you kind of it, it's a fine line between satire and just replicating some of the racist BS that we hear all the time. And so we figured with this season, we wanted to do a bit more world building, a bit more, uh, you know, indigenous futurisms. Uh, in the sense of, you know, what are, what are the possibilities in the future instead of just being held back by the, by the, uh, by the realities of today, basically. So, mm-hmm. yeah, so you're going to see a few, uh, a few new things happening in this season. Yep. And we're not going to tell you what they are. Nope. So just, gonna... just strap on in and get ready for the ride. Uh, so if you are listening to us on Indian and Cowboy, uh, great to see you back. Um, we have a whole bunch of catching up to do on all of the podcast episodes that have been coming out. Uh, and if you're like us, then you do too, right? <laughs> so maybe like schedule a weekend where you just catch up on stories from the land and, you know, knives and wild rice and just like us and everything, you know, and there's supposed to be a whole bunch of new things coming out on Indian and Cowboy this year. Yeah. And as well as like not, also not on Indian Cowboy, like for example, the new Indigenous Pillow Talks podcast. Oh my God. Oh my God. So great. So incredible. Yes. So uh, very, very excited about other people starting up new podcasts. And I just want to hear all y'all starting up podcasts. Yeah, like it's Doing just the thing. Doing the thing. Yeah, absolutely. Getting really, it done. Really exciting to hear people just doing it. Just, you know, talking into that microphone. It's not that it's not that hard. I mean, listen to us. We're a bunch of yahoos. Yeah. Right. I've been drinking since like three or four hours ago you know we can you can make this happen if we can make it happen you can make it happen absolutely basically uh so yeah that leads us into one of the new changes as well Mm. so yes being being the pregnant person that i am um not going to be drinking the wine so we kind of decided that rather than have molly drink an entire bottle of wine all by herself and while i imbibe you know, mint tea or something, we thought we'd kind of change it a little bit. So what we're going to do is we're going to have a cocktail of the episode. Mm-hmm. So I'll t- I'll drink the virgin version and, and Molly will have the alcoholic version. And so, you know, it, it's supposed to be sort of like themed with whatever we're, we're watching. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the cocktail of this evening is uh, the infamous Caesar. Right. And you if- know, everybody's fave out in mm-hmm. the prairies. Um, invented in my, uh, you know, little home base of a Tusconic. Uh, I didn't know that. That's yeah, a, true facts. True facts. Do they even have clams out there? Where are they getting? No, them? no, man. It's it's all about global capitalism. That is. That's bizarre. the great thing about the Caesar. You get some clamato juice, which, if you do not know, is clam juice and tomato juice mixed together into some kind of delicious monstrosity. Uh, a little bit of vodka, uh, some Tabasco sauce, and some. I don't even know how to pronounce that word. Worcestershire. I don't even know. I have no idea. I can't pronounce it. It's probably some British shit, man. You know, it's probably like worst. You know, they just cut everything off. Worcestershire sauce. Just pour some of that Worcestershire sauce in there. Garnish with whatever the flip you want and drink up. Yeah. You know, and if you're going for the virgin one, skip the vodka. Exactly. Easy peasy. Yeah. It tastes like it should be warmed up and eaten with crackers. Like a lot of things and i don't know i just i don't know 
<laughs> it just to me, you know, because it's like kind of a salty, savory drink. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm, it's always kind of weird drinking yeah. it cold. Goes well with steak and the wild rose party. <laughs> Uh, and if you're from the States, it, it's basically like a sort of a clammy Bloody Mary. Yeah. Bloody Mary extra seafood. Yeah. It's hard to find out East. Yeah. People it, don't make good ones. They don't make them spicy enough out here. No, they really don't. It's that uh, Quebecois weak palate. They just want to put maple syrup and everything. That's, <laughs> a, that's just not working. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So basically, all of that is to say that if you are wanting to uh, sponsor Métis in Space and getting us a bottle of wine, skip the wine. Sponsor us in getting us a bottle of hard liquor because uh, I don't know about y'all, but I'm a student and spending 25 bucks a week on a bottle of whatever is going to add up. So just like take some pity. Yeah. You know, get Chelsea some fancy garnishes. Some, some syrups. Yeah. Some, some of that grenadine. There you go. Oh, grenadine. Get, get Chelsea going yes. on those little Shirley Temples. Yeah. Oh, man. I can't wait. I don't know what we're going to have to watch to justify the Shirley Temple, but or the Roy Rogers, okay. you know, the male version of that. <laughs> yeah. But we're going to do it. We're going to do it. Uh-huh. So we're going to have to come up with some great cocktails. So that's yeah. what's up. So so why have we decided to drink the Caesar, the, the truly Western oh, yeah. prairie drink this fine evening? Uh, well, we're going to be watching uh, uh, the movie. We actually decided we're going to watch some movies now Mm -hmm. right uh so we watch cowboys and aliens because come on cowboys and aliens aliens. right like you just assume you you just assume that the aliens are stand-in for indians although as we go through it we're a bit confused yeah the the movie is high high on the confusion level high on the misogyny level yeah yeah we'll get into it we'll get into it so uh the synopsis for this is is uh amnesiac's gun amnesiac amnesiac gunslinger jake lonergan stumbles into the wild west town of absolution where he's confronted by terrifying aliens the aliens are terrifying. They're really like goopy and slimy. I, and gross. I was expecting like, you know, just like a cheesy 1960s or at least like at the very most like some kind of like Doctor Who level yeah. of scary, you know, like scary yeah. and maybe, you know, maybe you'll walk home and get a little shiver right, right. as you're walking home or whatever. But like this was no, scary. This was yeah, for us, like I if, if you've been following me in space, you know that we're kind of wimps. Uh this is kind of at the the outer reaches of what I can handle for, for scary movies. Like I've yep. forced myself to watch a, a fair amount of sci-fi, like Alien. I've seen all of the aliens and stuff. But I had to do it clutching uh, people's hands so tightly that I may have broken bones. Uh, yeah, it's just... Yeah, I, I hid my eyes behind my hands. Oh, yeah. So yeah. this was a little... Yeah, so just if you, if you want to watch it with us, just be forewarned. Yeah. On the, on the level of scariness, I would give it, I don't know, like, like even a five. Like I generally would only go to a three. I would give this a five. Yeah. And if I was sober, I wouldn't be able to watch it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but before we get into the movie, we actually, uh, we have a new sponsor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're, we're really excited to um, introduce a new sponsor to the show. The sponsor um, is doing a lot for us, and we're really excited to have this new partnership. Uh, and I guess we will let, um, you know, we'll just, we'll just run, the, run the clip. Yep. This episode of Metean Space is sponsored by the Georgians, the Church of George. Our hearts soar. And now, from the book of George, chapter 3, verse 14. A man who lives and dies in the woods knows the secret life of trees. 
So, um, yes, the Church of George are our uh, new sponsors for the show, um, in case you're wondering, which you probably are, because yeah. they, they haven't actually been invented yet. Right. Um, the Church of George and the Georgians, um, beginning in the 2100s, uh, Chief Dan George actually becomes a revered figure for a small but very influential and relatively well-off uh, religious sect. Mm -hmm. Um, and as you'll hear a little bit later on, um, it's, uh, well, firstly the, the, the sect of, um, Chief Dan George, uh, has sent us back, um, some things from the future, but it's, it's quite expensive to do so. So, uh, the Georgians have kind of agreed to, to do this. And in, in kind of a reciprocal exchange, we, we agreed to read passages from the book that they sent back, uh, the book of George, their holy text, uh, in kind of a, a reciprocal and community building way, mm -hmm. like recognizing uh, kind of the, the complexities and, and time and effort and uh, resources that it takes um, to to reach back into the past. So, and ironically, uh, you know, the fact that we start reading these passages in in our second season, uh, it doesn't really become noted until a, a grad student, uh, quite quite some time from now, uh, does a thesis on on this and actually is the one who founds the Church of uh, of George. So mm -hmm. it it sort of has to be like this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it's almost inevitable. Yeah. Um, and to that grad student who we have sworn. Um, that we would never reveal right. their name. Yeah. Um, you know, congratulations, mm -hmm. um, your holiness. Yeah. And, um, you know, whenever, whenever it is that you do this, uh, we really respect that and, yeah. and appreciate it. And yeah. And thanks for all the help you give us. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. So, um, our sponsors, if you want to find out more about the Georgian sect and the, the church of, uh, Chief Dan George, um, you'll have to wait. Yeah. Sorry about that. Uh, at least another 80 to 85 years. Yep. That's not so long. No. Yeah. You know, some deep. of you might even still be around. There you go. Okay. Right. So into the movie. Uh, yes. So this movie was uh, was made in 2011. Um, and, and you know, when you look at the credits, you've got, you know, Daniel Craig and Olivia Wilde and Harrison Ford. And who do you not have? You, you don't have Adam Beach until, like, really far into it. Like, did they not understand that Adam Beach is, is our superstar? Like, shouldn't he be right behind Daniel Craig? Yeah. I, we, I was reading the credits and was like, Where's, I thought Adam Beach was in right? this movie. Yeah, it took forever. Yeah, where where's Adam? That anyway, we we'll find out where Adam yeah, is must eventually. Have been a glitch. All right. Yeah, yeah. He's well. I mean, maybe you know, maybe he was like lost in the shadow, perhaps, because uh, that seems to be what the movie is, mm. is like a lot. Anyway, I I just want to say that I feel manlier from have, having watched this. Oh my god, right? so manly! Like Western movies are just so testosterone ridden as it is, uh, but this one in particular was just really manly, manly. It's it's so manly. That not only is there only one woman who is not, well, I was going to say like she's not victimized, but no, she totally is. Yeah. Uh, but she's not even a human. Let's woman. just, yeah, let's yeah, just, I don't care. let's just We're, go for manly. This, this yeah. is like the, like the manliest movie and we don't mean that as a compliment. Yeah. Like I started, I started like spreading, you know, as I was sitting there, yeah, I was just like, yeah, you're like that, the dude on the bus. Yeah. Just dude spread my bus. legs. Cause, cause my balls were getting bigger listening to this. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So we start off in ye old west, the ye like ye old, yeah, with an e on the like. Old. There's so many. Like I wrote ye old west, and not only does old have an e, west has an e. <laughs> ye old west. Day. There's it's the desert. Yeah. In case you're wondering as to how we recognize it's the desert, literally there has never been more of a desert than this <laughs> desert. There's just like tiny little scrub brush. Yeah, you know those big hoodoos. Yeah. There's cliffs. It's the southwest, man. That's where yeah. all the westerns happen. Oh yeah. 
the the great thing about this too is that uh, when we watch movies, we usually watch them with like the the captions. Oh yeah. Uh, so you get all of the various types of sounds that happen, which is awesome. And in case you're wondering, this movie has a lot of groans and a lot of grunts. Yeah, grunts and groans. Grunts and groans. Manly grunts and groans. <laughs> <laughs> That's this movie. That's right. basically all you didn't know about that movie, actually, yeah. is the, those two sounds. Uh, so, yeah. So, Daniel Craig sits up out of the desert. He's got alien tech on his arm. He mm. seems very confused. We're very confused. Yeah. And, uh, and, and then we have men on horses and a dog ride up. And these, these guys are just dirty, gross, disgusting, absolutely filthy probably smell just horrific like i'm sure he smelled them coming before he even heard the horses and they've got indian scalps like fresh scalps hanging yeah. off of their saddles it was gross it was really gross it's like you know what kind of movie this is going to be yeah. from that point yeah and you're already like are you sure we can't choose another movie right i know <laughs> i was just like uh man yeah. okay and just like to give you a heads up just the way that they uh, address indigenous peoples in this movie, and also don't. Yeah, it's it's just it's disgusting. It's, it's really bad. Pretty horrible. Like, really, really bad. Yeah, and it's but it's kind of in that way, like that kind of wink, wink, nudge, nudge way that like, well, really, we're all past that. So yeah. we can just reaccess yeah. this as kind of a joke. Yeah, in the face of adversity too, you know, like we all come together. We're all humans against the aliens, right? Yeah. But like, no. Yeah, like yeah, no. just to the, the creators of this movie. Um, two large middle fingers in your yeah, direction. Yeah, you, you failed. You mad failed. Oh. Anyway, so yeah, so uh, obviously these dudes show up, um, and in crew, true Daniel Craig style, mm-hmm. uh, and in true Cowboys and Aliens style, Daniel Craig just immediately beats the shit out of all of yeah. them. Yeah, I think he actually kills them. I thought Does that, he kill all of them? Yeah, you, well, yeah, because he strips the one guy. Yeah, it, there's a lot of death in this. I think he yeah. actually kills them all. Okay, well, yeah. yeah, he kills them all. He's, you know, he's the hero. Right. It's okay when you're the, when you're the, the guy. the hero. Right? This uh, is American we, movies. Um, I think we should also, at this point, maybe just introduce our problematic attraction to Daniel Craig. Uh, I don't know. No, because it's a thing. We're okay. going to bring it up. The dude has an incredible ass. I, he's got he's a weird chaps. face. He's, no, he's British, man. He's, I know, but he's, he's that unbaked dough kind of British. I, but he's got like those weird ears that just stick out like forever. Yeah. And and like this weird kind of like flat yet conical head that the hat is always on. And well, he's got a weird face. No, yeah, no. He's yeah. like, he's British. I, but you're They're right. weird people. He's wearing the chaps that just like, you know, the cha- cup oh. his ass. And yeah, like, he's got the vest. It shows off like he's got a very like... Yeah. Incredible mm, triangular, like whoa. <laughs> anyway, I, I don't want to think want that that's him? No. like just bleh. no, no. We've talked about this. We've talked about this. We need to decolonize our attraction. Wasabi. Get we the have wasabi. To eat wasabi. Put it in our mouths every single time <clears throat> until until we just look at him and are revolted. Yeah, instead of just mentally. You know, yeah. self-deprecating about it. Right. Anyway, but anyway, if you watch this movie and you're like, "Holy cats, Daniel Craig!" I would get in those chaps. Same. We get, we get your, we pain. get you. We feel we, your. We pain. understand. Yeah, he's a horrible. Person. Also, if you have any of those vests, oh yeah, those like, vests are great. Those vests are great. And I, I, I want one for me. I want one for <laughs> my sweetheart. I want one for you. Let's just all get some I, of those we all vests. vests. I wonder. I wonder if just growing up in the prairies has sort of like skewed our our aesthetic. I, well, I mean, that's the thing. You know? It's like I see a cowboy and I can't not want it. I know, even though I like, I really all the a lot of the cowboys that I grew up with, the, are the white horrible. ones are just like horrible. the most racist, horrible people ever. Yeah, but yeah. you can't Ugh. not almost. Is, yeah, I mean, it's a problem. It is a problem, mm-hmm. man. Ugh. All right. Anyway, 
This is this is a problem throughout this movie for yeah. us, and it's a problem throughout our lives, probably, right. and maybe yours. Yeah. So, get Moving at us on. about it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, the, these guys uh, end up deaded, and uh, he rides into a town, a two-bit, one-horse town. Uh, <laughs> Absolution. Yeah, named Absolution. Like, like Arizona, the head. New Mexico, or something. Yeah. The, the, like, the state of obvious. Yeah. And uh, he opens some random door, starts cleaning up a bit, and, uh, of course, there's somebody with a gun, you know, pointed at his head, and uh, Daniel Craig's got this sort of wound. It seems like he's been shot. This guy goes, there's only two guys, two kinds of men who get shot. Uh, criminals, criminals and, and victims. victims. Which one are you? Right? Like, Daniel Craig's like, I don't know. Yeah, because he can't remember anything. He also can't really speak very well in an American accent. Oh my god, his American accent slips all the time. It's, it's great. pretty funny. He just like, he talks this like really low and quietly. Like, yeah. I'm so low and quiet. Yeah. I feel it's like emotion, not the fact that I can't do an American yeah, accent. Yeah, we should be talking in American accents. <laughs> Golly. All right. So uh, it used to be a mining town, but there's no gold, and it's become semi-abandoned. Hmm. Yeah, so this guy that points the gun at uh, Daniel Craig's head turns out to be a priest. Uh, Not a priest, up. a preacher. Sorry, preacher, yeah, right, Protestants, right, <laughs> right. Uh, sews them all up, you know, gives them some preacherly advice. Yeah. Um, you know, is, is kind of one of those, like, kind of hard-bitten sort of, like... There's a lot of moralizing in yeah, this. A lot yeah. of moralizing, but not a lot of, you know, dogma. Yeah. Which yeah. is, it kind of pisses me off. How come? I don't know. I just, I just find it, like, self-righteous in the way that, like, it's personally self-righteous. Like, mm-hmm. you yourself. It's not even, like, you're following any sort of, you know, like, higher institutional thing. It's, just like, kind of making yourself it up. are yeah. kind of shitty. And oh, just, yeah, like, yeah. whatever you think is bad. Yeah, okay. Which I guess is, like, basically every... You know what? I'm not even going to go there. No, just not. Okay. Anyway, moving on. Yeah, so uh, priest sews him up. Uh, as the priest preacher finishes, uh, they go outside, and there's pew, this kind of scummy pew, pew. kid shooting up the whole town. The town has, like, five buildings yeah. in it. Yeah, and he's shooting up the saloon in particular. Yeah, and it turns out that it's this greasy dude who plays greasy young dudes in a lot of uh, mm-hmm. film and TV, mm-hmm. and uh, his name's Percy. Um, kind of unsurprisingly, I feel like... The world deserves to apologize to the Percys everywhere. Yeah. Probably, if your name is Percy, you're not that shitty. Yeah, but but just, you know, by virtue of having the name Percy, we assume you are. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, Percy. Sorry. Like, I, we're kind of, you know, I'm apologizing, and at the same, the same moment, I'm kind of like, <laughs> Percy, you got to be a jerk, right? It's like, First of all, it's like you're, you, you, you've been branded, and you just become Percy. Man, I hope it's not like that. If there's any Percy's out there who aren't complete creeps, well, I don't believe you, so get somebody to speak for you, and then let yeah. us know. Yeah, friends of Percy. Yeah, friends of Percy. If you know a Percy that doesn't suck, let us know. I yeah. would love to hear about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they can't all be bad. Right. But In fact, probably most of them aren't. But you know, like, names are weird that way, mm-hmm. right? Like, when you meet somebody, like, you know, who, Chantel, like, no offense out there Chantel but like if you meet somebody named Chantel and they're just really crappy to you and later on you're like oh everybody named Chantel sucks and has big hair you know like really big hair um and and then you see somebody named Chantel or hear of somebody named Chantel and that's the image a creepy horrible person with big hair and you know whether or not they actually fit that I don't know don't they inevitably just yeah I I don't know so Percy yeah his name's Percy he's shooting up stuff he's greasy he's you know he's immature 
got that power. Turns out he's the son of, like, the big cattle rancher guy. Super self-entitled. Yeah. You know, just starts mocking everyone, you know, making everybody feel shitty, you know, making himself be, like, the big man or whatever. Uh, obviously Daniel Craig <laughs> puts uh, him in his place in short order. Yeah, he kicks him in the nuts. And, and he kind of, this Percy guy says that he was dry gulched. <laughs> Apparently yeah, what being kicked in the mean? nuts means being dry gulched. I don't know. <laughs> I probably don't want to know. No. The more I think about the implications of that, the more I'm like, I'm just not even going to go there. <laughs> Um, and then there's Adam Beach. There's Molly Adam Beach. Hollers. <laughs> yeah, Adam Beach shows up. We're like, Adam Beach! Finally. And also Olivia Wilde shows up, uh, yeah. which is fine. Whatever. Uh, Percy points his gun. Uh, it turns out Adam Beach's name is Nat. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he establishes himself immediately as a lackey. Yeah. He is the Indian lackey for the big cattle rancher dude. Yeah. He's, uh, he's taking the orders. Yeah, and so Percy... Um, kind of sort of accidentally shoots uh, a deputy in the arm. Like, he's he's just kind of... He was aiming it at, 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 at Daniel Craig, and then he lost his nerve, and he shot sort of off, you know, just shot. Wasn't even aiming, and ended up hitting someone. So uh, so the sheriff has to arrest him. Yeah. And and Nat's going to run off and tell uh, tell Percy's dad, uh, Dollar Hide, uh, what's going on. Yeah. So. Yeah, and uh, the sheriff says, um, "Oh yeah, you want to you want to tell Dollar Ride all this? Well, I you know I don't care how powerful he is, and I don't care how many Indians he put under neither." Oh yeah, so right? he, he so establishes kind of, an Indian killer right away. Yeah, yeah, establishes an Indian killer, and it also establishes that like when it comes to indigenous people in this movie, they're going to be lackeys, or they're going to be people who've been put under. Yeah, yeah, and that doesn't really get challenged too much of a degree at any point in the movie nope, nope. Uh, because you know it's the wild west mm-hmm. and uh it's been it's been pretty wild and it's, uh, vigilante justice and cowboys and indians until the aliens until come the aliens on and mess on. up that that whole yeah, that whole binary right or do they i i mm, yeah can they really don't know uh so yeah anyway oh no no the the i don't care how many indians you put on either actually isn't uh, with Nat and the sheriff, no, it's no, with that's the, the guy the, like ranch hands taking crap in the in the river. Yeah, like Ugh, cool, like a disgusting. Like, that's gross. why that's why all the fucking Europeans were so yeah. diseased for so long. Jesus, crap! Where <laughs> you drink, really? Yeah. So there's these three drunks mining Dollarhide's cattle. Uh, yeah, this is where we find out that Dollarhide was a great Indian killer. Yeah, he's and a colonel even. Yes, he was. Yeah, so he was in a war. So we're not did sure we figure out which war this was. No, we're not sure which war. We think it's probably the Revolutionary War. Uh, yeah, but we're not entirely sure. But that's that's pretty early because well, Revolutionary yeah, War was 1783 finished up, and then the the big expansion into the West started after that. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it could be one of the larger Indian campaigns. He does say, yeah. but he does say he lost something like 385 men. Maybe it was which a war against like a Mexico. Mm. When was that? Because well, he, he was he, down there. But he talks about it, but he says when he was a lad not much oh, older than younger. Right. Emmett, who's like the kid. Yeah. So some oh, war, some whatever. War. He was in war and he's a bitter... Like when, when we talk about the like plot inconsistencies of this movie, yeah. this is probably the least of them. Yeah, yeah. So, anyway, uh, dude crapping into the water, we're, we're, we were just like disgusted. We're like, really? You're, you're going to do that? And then he, then he gets blown into the water by, by an explosion and there's blasts and there's all these lights, lights and we're kind of like... Ah. water and he's like floating <laughs> like, in your own crap yeah, there buddy <laughs> that's what you get so anybody who thinks about they're gonna you know yeah. they're out in the woods they're in the bush they're gonna do whatever they're don't gonna do take it. a crap don't take a crap don't. in the water man these aliens are gonna get you <laughs> 
so uh, he, he crawls out of the water and uh, he sees everything burning. All the men and the cattle are like literally blasted to their bones. Yeah. Yeah. yeah there's like this like huge like cow skeleton. Yeah. Like, a little bit of flesh still on it. Yeah. yeah it's pretty, it's, pretty it's gross. Gnarly. This whole movie's like gnarly. Yeah, it is. It is yeah. a little, it's a, it's a little uh, more grown up than we usually cover. Yeah. <laughs> like a little bit gorier than. Yeah. It's, a, it's a little bit too adult for us. Right. Right. Okay. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so there's huge explosions. Uh, the force is destroyed. Um, so meanwhile, both Percy uh, and Daniel Craig are basically, uh, you know, going to Santa Fe right. to be uh, put before, like, a big judge. And you find this out because there's a wanted poster with Daniel Craig's face on mm-hmm. it. At this point, he still doesn't even know his own name. Right. But you find out that his name is Jake because of this wanted poster. And Olivia Wilde approaches him and is like, oh, you don't remember who you are, but you're looking for something, so am I. Yeah, classic, classic Western bar scene. Yeah. You know, he's just like, I want a whiskey. Yeah. And like, you know, the the barmaid uh, hands him, you know, this whole bottle of whiskey. And he's like, this is on the house because you're such a great guy. You stood up to Percy. Yeah. Yeah. So he's like drinking and then Olivia Wilde shows up like kind of like modest sexy in like that kind of Western modest sexy way. That's just like, I'm fully covered, but look at how skinny I am. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Like these women need hunters for husbands. Anyway, yeah, man. Uh, anyway, so they're uh, and like not to diss Olivia Wilde and like her body or whatever, yeah. but like you know the, they obviously the, dress her like all the so women skinny. in this are super super skinny, like, so white, so skinny. Yeah. Except for yeah. the barmaid who's like taken by aliens immediately, mm. and then you never see her again. Well, you like, see, yeah. she looks like a woman of color, but yeah. like you know whatever. Yeah, this is a white movie. So um, white. Oh yeah. So he he uh, he assumes that she's propositioning him and. Uh, you know, he's not interested. And then he senses the sheriff and his deputies. So he's yeah. got like this sixth sense all the time, yeah. right? Like he's like, move away before they're even like at the saloon doors. Right. Mm. And then they come in, uh, he kicks all of their asses and There's then like six of them. Yeah, of course. But he, he totally like just beats them all up. And then, uh, Olivia's character, Ella knocks him out. Mm-hmm. And then he's he has a flash flashback. Yeah, he has this this kind of like weird trippy flashback, and you, and you're not really told a whole lot about what's going on. You just get kind of like these images. There's this another skinny white woman that you yeah. see that she's all beautiful, and he obviously like, you know, well you don't is, is yeah, somehow nothing is connected obvious, to yeah. her. There's you get house. kind of like these horror images as well, like yeah. people strung up and like their eyes are all glassy, yeah. and then you know, and then you flash out of it, and it cuts to Harrison Ford. Um. And Harrison Ford shows up, and you're like, oh, fuck, it's Harrison Ford. Yeah. Like, classic dude who's in the sci-fi, right? Like, obviously the only guy to ever make a career out of Star Wars. <laughs> right. Uh, is in this movie, and he is the big boss kind of tyrant cattle rancher. And he's yeah. got this, like, ranch hand who was shitting in the creek, strung up by his hands and ankles between, between two, two horses. horses. And by the way, if you ever decide to shit in water, <laughs> that might happen to you. <laughs> Not saying it will, <laughs> but saying Chelsea and I might come find you <laughs> and find some horses and make that happen. Anyway, so he doesn't believe the story. He doesn't believe the story. He's obviously kind of <laughs> evil, violent man. Yeah, he'll do, he'll just do whatever. He'll, he'll rip you apart yeah. between two horses oh. if he needs to. Yeah, uh, but is kind of distracted, and I can't remember. Oh no, because he finds out that Percy is going to Santa Fe. Yeah, yeah, and and he gets mad at uh, Adam Beach. He's like, "You failed to look after my boy." Yeah, and Adam Beach like flinches. Yeah. Oh, he's just terrible to him. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Harrison Ford just treats him so badly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, and Adam Beach is just like full lackey mode. Like, yeah, comes and like 
you know, tattles on the, the son who's like clearly sh- like a terrible yeah, person. Yeah, he's a crappy person. And I, I'm just going to give this away, but so Adam Beach's, uh, his, his, his character, Nat's, char- uh, Nat's parents were killed when he was young. And so Dollarhide took him in and sort of raised him like raised I, I was gonna say like a son but not like a not son. like a son. no not at all no and uh like a servant yeah just yeah, couldn't or a, sl- or a slave probably yeah like, i doubt he pays him no 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 and just yeah it's just scumbag to him right? yeah just like it's really horrible to him and head yeah him. and it's something it actually tells you and i were watching the movie and it's like classic abuse yeah like, yeah yeah so classic yeah the way he respond they respond to each other yeah because there's no like there's no affection shown dollar hide is this hard bitten you know manly man who doesn't show affection he only understands death and suffering and so there's no affection between him and that um you know and even between him and his own son you know he calls him a coward and yeah 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 totally and like tells tells these stories about his own anyway we'll get we'll get to it we'll get to it but it's like the whole thing is like really gross and terrible and like yeah and it's it's a weird thing in a movie too that's like so clearly about everybody just having like a great time (laughs) because like the movie like as you know it's like it's screwed up in a lot of ways but it's like obviously you know the premise is just like all of the actors should be having a good time yeah you know and then it just like these little things and it. it's just like oh my it's god just ugly yeah yikes um but also you know if we're talking about like this is the, the narrative of settler colonial society in a lot of ways you know like that yeah. wild west that last frontier right. and like what happens when this you know totally unexpected element is introduced to it and like you kind of you know you see all of that ugliness yeah um so yeah, so Adam Beach is clearly, you know, at this point he's like a total lackey, but he's also kind of second in command. Mm-hmm. You know, like he's he's got the he's the one with the information. He's the one who's, you know, able to kind of like rouse Harrison Ford into or Dollarhide into like action. And he, he seems to have more business sense. The son mm-hmm. is just a drunken idiot, yeah. right? Yeah, and he it has seems no like idea what's going on. this is not the first time he's been bailed out of jail and stuff. It's just the situation got a little bit more serious than usual. So. So yeah, Nat's kind of like the one who actually runs the business, but gets none of the credit because he's not blood and he's mm-hmm. not white. Um, yeah. yeah. So so you you flash back and uh, Daniel Craig um, or Jake uh, Longren is uh, going to the federal marshal, and you find out that his charges include arson, assault, robbery, and also murdering a quote unquote prostitute called Alice Willis. And you never actually find out if she is a sex worker or a prostitute at all. It's just kind of assumed that every single woman in this movie yeah. is a whore. Yeah. Uh, obvious, you know, Western, whatever. Um, so, you know, they're, they're loaded up in kind of like the prison stagecoach sort of thing to get transferred over to Santa Fe. Uh, and he and Percy are, are uh, shacked up together. Um, and, you know, there, there comes a crowd of horses. The torches. Like the torches. Yeah. You know, everybody's hoisting the torches and, you know, Harrison Ford's leading it, and he's like, "Give me back my son, basically. Yeah. Or I'm going to take him." And then, uh, and then Nat recognizes Jake and is like, uh, "Yeah, that's him, boss." And Dollar Hyde's like, "Oh, yeah, I, I want this guy. He, uh, he, he, he stole my gold off of that stagecoach. I want him, you know, to exact some justice." So he, you know, it's it's sort of becoming this uh, this kind of scary standoff uh, when all of a sudden you start seeing you know, weird lights in the sky. It kind of looks like more torches, you know? Yeah. It looks like more riders at first. I, I yeah. liked that bit. That was yeah, cool. that was Yeah, that was kind of cool. But everybody immediately is like, wait, that's that's not torches. Yeah. Uh, and, and, his, and his bracelet starts beeping. Yeah. And, right? and, and yeah, and then, like, Percy's like, what What the hell is that? Yeah. 
And like it's, you know, and it's beeping in like this really electronic way. It starts lighting up all LED and you're like, oh yeah. Which back then would have been, you know, like pretty like, what? Yeah. Yeah. Like what even is this? Yeah. Uh, And then of course, you know, these things like getting closer and these lights getting closer and you realize that they're (laughs) some kind of like alien aircraft that are like swooping in and everything just starts exploding. Yeah. Just everything. It's great. The explosions, you've got lights going on, lots of noise, lots of confusion. Um, Jake is desperate to get free. He's like, I can free us. I can free us, Percy. And then he breaks Percy's wrist to, to, to pull to, the handcuff to, off of him because yeah. <laughs> they, they're sharing handcuffs yeah. basically. So he, he breaks his hand, pulls the handcuff off yeah. and Chelsea and I were both like, <laughs> <laughs> you we're deserve it. People. Uh, yeah. yeah. And so like, yeah. So then, uh, Daniel Craig is like trying to get out of the stagecoach, And meanwhile, like these alien aircraft are like swooping in and basically snatching people, snatching people, like lassoing people yeah. and then, like hoisting them up into the air. And everybody's like, woo. Yeah. Ah, you know, and, and then Daniel Craig's, uh, wrist thing, you know, kind of pops open and he blows out the, 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 you know, the stagecoach and gets out. Uh, but Percy gets snatched. Right? So all of a sudden, Dollarhide's got like a stake in this. Yeah. And, uh, uh, and the uh, bartender's wife, the yeah. bartender was getting humiliated by Percy before. The bartender's wife, yeah. the, like the only woman of color the entire thing, yeah. you know, she gets snatched. So he right. has a stake in this. And, and then, then the sheriff who has a grandson, you know, the sheriff gets snatched. Yeah. And so like suddenly everybody has an yeah. interest in what's going on. Right. And then uh, Daniel Craig like blows one of those alien spacecraft things out of the sky with his, like, wrist right. watch thing. What, is, what even is it? It's just, like, this cool steampunk bracelet. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Yeah, thing, I don't even know what Armband, and then yeah. it just, like, turns into a, a huge gun. Yeah, it's, it's pretty like, sweet. I could, I could use one of those. And then Jake and Dollarhide, you know, they, they go closer to the alien craft. They're the only men manly enough to do it. Mm-hmm. And they look at each other. They're sort of, like, uneasy equals and allies for the moment. Uh, you know, and they're looking to see if there's anything in it. They hear a scream and they realize one of the aliens is in a house and there's splattered blood everywhere. It's really gross. Yeah. Um, and you kind of, you kind of see like there's, there gunshots go off and so yeah. you kind of see the flashes Ugh. of the gunpowder. You see this big hulking figure and you're like, oh God, what is it? And yeah. it's this huge monster sort of, and then, yeah. And so then obviously like they wounded or so I don't they, know. Yeah. They wounded because right. it, uh, it takes off and then Adam beach does his like Indian tracker thing. Right. Uh, which we can obviously all do, uh, and says, oh, took off in the same direction as those who took our kin. Yeah. You know, and, like, you see this big, weird-looking track, and there's, like, some blue-green blood yeah. beside it, and it's, like, and all, oh, it's been injured. And all of a sudden, uh, from now on, Dollarhide refers to the people that were taken as our people. Uh, yeah, our you know? people. Yeah, yeah. He, he never just talks about his son anymore. Now it's, like, it's it's our people. Like, we've come together now. You know, and that's the whole thing about this is, like, so you have, like, right, he was, he was just about to, like, probably you know murder jake uh but all of a sudden they're you know they're equals they're both warriors right and so everybody comes together and they're all useful now and yeah, the enemies of my enemy are my, my friend, friend and yeah, yeah that yeah that seems to be a whole like kind yeah. of weird thing in the movie is the yeah. enemy of my enemy is my friend yeah. which no doesn't make very no. much sense uh but whatever like moving on this movie you know we're yeah. still like at this point at least because I, I was seeing this for the first time i was still like this is fun. I'm having a good time. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just move on. Yeah. Uh, so they decide, like, you know, it's nighttime. They're not going to be able to track this uh, creature, you know, very accurately. We're going to wait until first light, and we're going to go out. And Daniel Craig's just like, you know, F y'all. I'm out. I'm doing my own thing. So he takes off at dawn, you know, on his horse, looking not at all attractive. Um, 
Going back to his flashback house. Going back to flashback house. Uh, and he's being followed by Olivia Wilde. Um, and, you know, she she confronts him about it. She, you know, because he obviously senses her following him with his, you know, sixth or seventh sense or whatever it is. And, and takes her out and, like, puts her down and basically, you know, is, like, straddled on top of her and is like, if you don't tell me what you're doing here, I'm going to kill you right now. Yeah. And you're like, oh, yeah, this is this is the hero of this movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but, but you know, as the preacher said, you know, he's seen, he's seen bad men do good things and good men do bad things. So, and the town's name is Absolution. In, ca- in case you didn't get that. Wait, what's the town's name again? Absolution. Hmm. <laughs> yep. I'm just going to leave that there. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So, he threatens to kill Olivia Wilde. Uh, and she, you know, she explains, they took my people too. And I've been looking for them for a long time. And she seems to know a lot about... You know what? What he's going through, or has yeah. Been she's through or, she's creepy, or whatever. Yeah, she's she's the the woman, the mysterious woman who who knows more than she's saying. Right. Um, then he he has another flashback. He he sees the woman again uh, from mm-hmm. before. Uh, the house saddlebags full of gold coins. Right. Then uh, the coins are melting on the table. They're sucked up through the roof. Yeah. And then the roof is sort of blasted, and the wife is is you know lassoed by the aliens and taken. Yeah. So we we finally understand that he's lost his wife or, or girlfriend or whoever she is. Some some sort of lady. Yeah. Some somebody of importance. All, yep. all I have is that ass in reference to Daniel Craig, and then <laughs> skinny ass white woman taken, and then scary hooks and shit. Yeah. So in case you're wondering, with the visuals, this movie is like <laughs> yeah, it's kind of it's all yeah. at you. Yeah. All the time. Uh, and so, yeah, so you get a little bit more of this story through the flashbacks. Right. Uh, and then it, it cuts to Adam Beach Indian tracking again. Yeah. But, yeah, so you got a group of uh, the people from the town, mm-hmm. and you've got Dollar Hyde's men, uh, and then Jake goes and joins them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so he's he's Indian tracking, but it's raining, and they're mm-hmm. like, oh, no, it's raining. We can't track when it's raining. Yeah. Uh, and so then they, you know, I don't, like, I don't even know. They turn a corner, or they come yeah, and they up see over a, a river hill boat. or something, and then they see this huge boat. Yeah, this uh, ship thing. It's, it's, river, it's a huge riverboat, like one of those old paddle boats. Yeah. It's turned upside down, and it's, as, as Dollar Hyde says, it's like, you know, 50 mi- 500 miles from a river big enough to hold it. So it's... And know. they also never explain Yeah, like, what that. would... Did the aliens just, like, pluck no. it out of the... How does that even make sense? It, I mean... They seem to be more of the blasty, blasty variety, like it, yeah. not picking up houses. This thing's bigger than a house. 500 miles. Oh, it's way bigger yeah. than a house. It's massive. But whatever. This is a movie. Whatever. Stop yeah. Stop trying to find things in here that make sense, you guys. Yeah. You guys, this is your fault. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so they yeah. camp out in it. Yeah, so yeah. they camp out in there. kind of cool. You know, and, and I think like... Uh, who like what what the bartender or something is like that's too creepy i don't know if i want to go in there and they're like we'll sleep in the rain you pansy yeah Yeah. uh so yeah so they go into the boat uh and then you get a little bit more of adam beach's backstory right uh Uh, which is not great nope basically it's the short story is he was adopted obviously and then treated like shit but not really even adopted just raised by because never acknowledged and and he makes this point clear so dollar hide and nat are sitting there uh and 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 that's like why you know why don't you call the army and and dollar hide's all bitter about the army right like i'm not gonna wait for those guys in washington i lost like 380 men during the war blah 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 and uh and that's like yeah i remember those stories and he's like i don't recall telling you no stories and he's like well i used to listen when you told him to percy and then and then he says this get it through your thick indian skull them stories weren't for you 
They were for my son. Right. My real son. Yeah. Not you. No, get out there and tend the horses. Yeah. Do your job. Oh, he's just such a racist just like, creep. Jesus. And this is the guy that you're supposed to, like, and it's clear from the beginning, this is the guy that you're supposed to have, like, complicated sympathy for. Yeah. Like, he's, he's a, he's the he's one a complicated man. The no, he's just a racist. No, he's just a piece of shit. And, and so he does this whole thing in front of this, the boy, the grandson, right? Mm-hmm. He's fairly young. Yeah, Emmett. Yeah. And then, and then, you know, he's, uh, Dollarhide's like cutting up an apple and then offers part of the apple to the boy because he, he'll be nice to a white boy. Yeah. Right. And then gives him a knife, right? Like he's, which later on you're kind of like, what? But anyway, he gives him a knife and a piece of the apple and treats him okay. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah. And so like, but it's totally like, that's how you train white kids. Right. Yeah. Like that's totally how you do it. Like you, you let them watch you treat other people. Indigenous people. Like, like, like dirt, like total dirt. Yeah. yeah. And then you reward them yeah. right after, right? It's like that total. Oh my God. It's horrible. I have, uh, I have glistening Daniel Craig. Yeah. I have down. sexual ten- tension. Oh, I yeah, wrote yeah, like yeah. five E's. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. Daniel Craig, it's like raining and they're in this like weird broken down boat. Daniel Craig is like, has a shirt off and is like putting some of this rainwater on his weird wound or something yeah. and then olivia wilde comes in and for some reason she's wearing fewer clothes than she yeah. was yeah, even though she... she was wearing a dress i don't yeah. really understand uh and then there's like some weird sexual tension i think they say words to each other but i don't really remember because i was like what, what's <laughs> yeah, going on <laughs> and then um, the bracelets beeping and the dogs barking yeah so it's like alien radar is going off yeah there's, there's an aliens. alien in the boat yeah Ugh. and then it cuts to emmett the, this little white kid who you're just like, I, I, firstly, I love the name Emmett. So I was automatically on Emmett's side, but also just like Emmett, you know, like be careful. No. And Emmett goes up and pets the dog and he's like, are you okay dog? And then the dog runs off and then you hear the dog yelp yeah. and like whimper. And, and like, like, no dog, don't no. be hurt. Oh God. And then, you know, Emmett's like hiding and it's really scary. And I've just got claws, scary alien. And then I was like, you guys keep watching. I'm going to go make myself <laughs> another drink. Yeah. It, it's really gross. It's got like these slimy chest hands. It's oh, chest opens God, up. God, it chest opens up. And then these like gross and the hands like, have lungs like lungs and hearts or so. Yeah. Fingers and the fingers are like caressing Emmett's face. Yeah. And it's like all slimy. Him. It's like. And then the preacher shoots it. And then the preacher gets killed, so we don't have to hear any more moralizing from him. Yeah, thank God. Yeah. So in the morning after this, most of the men ran off. Most of Dollarhide's men ran off because, you know, aliens, guys. Aliens. Yeah, I would. And then Dollarhide tells little Emmett this horrible story. <laughs> so bad. Yeah, because like, Emmett's like, I'm worried about my grandfather. And so to like comfort him... To comfort him, Dollarhide tells him about how he, Dollarhide, as a child, uh, you know, they were, they were, uh, there was a bunch of Apaches who attacked uh, a settlement. And so, you know, Dollarhide was, qu- was quite young and he went out with his father uh, and this regiment or whatever, these soldiers that went out. But by the time they got there, all the settlers were, were dead except for one guy. Yeah, because obviously the Apaches are savages, just yeah. killed all the settlers, just, you know, horrible, horrible people. And, uh, and yeah, so this one guy wasn't dead. And, uh, and he goes to, you know, Dollarhide the child and was like, kill me. And so Dollarhide, the, the knife that he gave Emmett is the knife that this guy gave him to kill him. And, you know, what did you do? Well, of course I killed him. Like, yeah, I, I, took the, I took that knife that you have there and I slit his throat. Yeah. And then he says to the boy, be, be a man. man. Ugh. 
And then classic Nat, though, right? Am I right? Right. Be a man. Like Be that's that's how you're man. comforting him. And then Nat's like, he means well. <laughs> you okay. little Stockholm syndrome there. Yeah, no kidding. He used like, to tell me that story too. It made me feel real good. <laughs> like what? <laughs> he gave me a night that looked just like that. <laughs> oh yeah, and then there's oh, the attempted yikes. robbery. Yeah, they, yeah. So then they go into this canyon and they have attempted to hold up, and then everybody's calling Daniel Craig their boss. And that's the only time that you actually see a man of color in this entire movie. Yeah. Well, yeah, there's there's one guy there who's like Mexican and then you you think you saw a black guy in the back. I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah, we're not we're not entirely sure. It's yeah. not like he has any lines or anything. Yeah. Uh, you never so, see him again. Yeah, no, so there's, you know, yeah, there's there's some there's some men of color there. Uh, not that they are really people at all um yeah they don't get fleshed out at all yeah no uh and he doesn't remember of course any of this but they they're all calling him boss and so to assert his superiority and masculinity he just goes up to kind of the main guy that's talking to him and just punches him in the mouth yeah really hard breaks his front tooth busts his his tooth and that's seems to solve the problem right there you go yeah it's it's pretty weird he gets taken back to the the camp you know of his old gang yeah. And, uh, Which is is run by an Irishman, right? And there's more violence. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. But but then you know he gets beat up and da Apparently, what happened was uh, so when he ripped off that stagecoach stealing Dollar Hyde's money, uh, he was all supposed to he was supposed to split it up with his gang. He didn't. He took it to his woman instead. So they're you know bitter, and uh, they're you know they're beating the crap out of him. And then he like shoots the the new leader in the chest with his new like fancy ray gun bracelet ray thing. Gun, yeah. And voila, he's 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 big boy again. Yeah, and that's kind of like when you really truly realize how bad Daniel Craig's American accent is. Oh yeah, it really. Like, he's just... kind of managed to mumble through it up until oh, this point, but it, then he kind yeah. of gives a speech, and you're like, yikes! Yeah, <laughs> like yikes! This is some this is some serious serious biz right here. This is bad news. Alien ships, things explode. Yeah, so people they, yeah, get snatched. People, people are getting getting chased on horses. Um, also, shout Ella. out, shout out to everybody uh, mm. who is doing the uh, you yeah, know the stunt stunts? doubles oh, yeah. for, for horses on this yeah. because y'all are good great riders, riders. really yeah. good riders, very impressed. Um, and meanwhile, yeah, the spacecraft are all swinging around the, the mesa in the distance, uh, blowing shit up. Everybody's getting snatched. Ella, yeah. Olivia Wilde's character, gets snatched, and then you get the really good part where. Daniel Craig is racing the alien <laughs> spacecraft on the horse and yeah. leaps from the horse onto the spaceship. Like, <laughs> yeah. You think you've got a good stunt in your movie? Yeah, no. You, no. You, until you've jumped from a horse onto an alien spacecraft, you got nothing. Nothing. No. nothing. And he never loses his hat. You know, he's no, always got his hat. Yeah, even even when he like dives into the water, yeah. his hat yeah, floats. So she's 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 in the undercarriage of this alien craft, and he sort of like he shoots he, he shoots the the craft, so she falls and he falls into the water. And as soon as he comes back up, there's his hat back on his head. Yep, it's it's so good. It's uh. so good. I also I also wrote a. It's like bad indigenous futurisms. <laughs> it's like you, like you would expect something like totally badass and some kind of indigenous futurist. Yeah. You know, like Western movie like that, but just like way better. It's like they, they almost went there. It's like it's like what Chelsea was saying in, in last episode when she's talking about the limitations of European yeah. conceptions of the future. It's like this movie kind of embodies that. Yeah. It's just so, so, so we're, you know, we're sitting there wondering, like, okay, so are the aliens supposed to represent Indians? Because at this point, yeah. the only Indian we've seen is Nat, right? And, yeah. and we've heard about, you know, some others. And, you know, so, okay, so are the aliens supposed to be Indians? You know, they, they're, uh, they're coming and they're snatching people and, like, 
you know, killing people and nobody understands their motives and everything. It's really, really scary. They're really like weird and alien. Like literally, they're just like so different that they're alien. So, you know, that's cowboys and aliens. I was assuming that the aliens were representing the Indians, right? But then it it sort of changes and then we're left questioning it because, Mm. um, so they land in the water. Um, they, they get up onto the shore, but an alien lunges out of the water, wounds Ella, uh, then gets shot by Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig carries her all the way to the rest of the group where she dies. And then there are Indians. There were actual Indians, like yes. indigenous people. Whooping. Whooping. Like, that's that's the first thing. It's like, the little caption was like, whooping. Yeah. And we were like, they're whooping. Yeah. <laughs> and they, they, like, grab everybody and they're beating they're, them they're up. They're beating them up. And that's actually kind of my favorite part of the yeah. movie, to be honest. Like, <laughs> the, you know, you have those, like, these big flashes of everybody dancing around fires and, you know, all of these, like, white guys beating the shit beaten out of them. Yeah. And, like, all these, like, you know, like... Indigenous people, and then, you know, they do the most savage thing imaginable. They throw Ella's body onto the big bonfire, and she goes up. No Daniel Craig's like, no! And, you know, it's supposed to be this horrible thing. Savages, whatever. Uh, Oh, yeah, and then, and and, uh, Dollarhide is just, you can hear him, there's no reasoning with these people. Right, You know, he's just, he's such an Indian hater, right? Uh, and and uh, Nat's translating because they're they're Apache. They're they're the last of the Chiricahuas, uh, and and their chief's name is Black Knife. So Nat is able to translate, um, but you know Ford hates Apaches, and he's just like, yeah, Black Knife's like, you white people, you brought the monsters, and Dollar Height's like, you're the monsters, you're the evil, you were here, you're the evil that was here. You know, you just keep saying crap like that. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, and you're just like, this This is obviously getting nowhere. But thankfully, a naked, skinny white lady walks out of the fire. Yeah, the fire goes wild. Obviously. Yeah, and the, out fire, she comes. the fire starts like going all like, whew, like really mystical. Kind of like that scene in Pocahontas, actually. Oh, yeah, yeah. I wonder yeah. if they were inspired by that. Maybe. That would be interesting. There was definitely wind in her hair. Yeah, because there's like, it's all twisting up and then it like kind of forms itself back into Olivia Wilde yeah. and she walks out of the fire. And the Indians stop whooping. They're so yeah. dumbfounded. Yep, everybody's just like, what the f is going on here plus she gets she can speak apache apparently yep, that yep which kind of seems almost like equally weird yeah. in the movie it's kind of like not only did she get reborn yeah and she's an alien she's some sort of alien yeah. yeah and she's obviously an alien but also she speaks apache yeah like how do you really because i mean but that's what daniel craig says at the beginning right like well what do you remember because he's yeah. you know he's got amnesia or whatever what do you remember english yeah i remember english you know and like that you know, mm. that's, like, the marker of civilization. And I so, guess. like, Olivia Wilde's even weirder than that. She can right. speak Apache. So, yeah. So, she's, like, translating and uh, doing the whole thing thing. Uh, and she kind of, like, then she explains everything. The aliens want gold. Right. Gold is what they want. And this is Resource where... Resource extraction. Right. And this is where we're kind of like, wait. Are, are the aliens the Indians? Or are the, are and the aliens colonizers? Now the colonizers. Because the aliens kind of were the Indians. Yeah. But now the aliens are now the, like, resource extracting yeah. They're just here colonizers? for the... Right. Exactly. Yeah. What's going on? So... And they're scouts. So yeah. this group, apparently, they're just here to find out humans' weaknesses. And then, you know, they'll leave. They'll come back with a bigger force. Yeah. So that's what... You know, that sounds more like colonization. Right? Yeah. They're coming to... You know, see what riches there are. Can we subdue the, the indigenous population? So now, I don't know. So this is like the cowboys becoming indigenous, mm-hmm. <clears throat> right? We're all together in this. We're humans. We're all indigenous now. But, but okay, so here's the thing is that what happens is that Black Knife says that his people will work 
with Olivia Wilde, like mm-hmm. Ella, mm-hmm. Ella's character. She's the alien. And yeah. like what he says is, you know, his people will work with her. Yeah. But she never takes any sort of like real leadership, leadership role, role no, no, no. in kind no. of this small guerrilla war that they fight. She never, you know, really does anything. No, she's, she's a hanger on until the very end. Until, yeah. yeah until she's the got her end. own plan. Yeah. Yeah. And, and of course, like, you know, I don't even know if we need to say it, but it's not like there are any indigenous women that ever speak in this movie. No, we There's see a, a couple few. in the background. Yeah, but they no, the they fire. have no roles. And really, like uh, Black Knife and uh, and Nat are the only natives who speak at all. Yeah, they right. they, they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and like Black Knife has kind of like this uh, this group of kind of like Apache warriors who all you know they paint their faces for the the small guerrilla war that they fight or whatever. But they're all dudes. Yeah, you know that's that's it, and that's like completely unquestioned and not yeah. even remotely dealt with oh let's not forget the the vision quest oh god yeah lest lest we forget because they need to find out where these aliens are to like bring the fight to them essentially and the only person who knows what they are is the person who managed to escape from them with the totally steampunk bracelet yeah so so yeah so they daniel the, craig can't the remember drug ceremony right they drug him up and and molly was saying you know as we were watching this they don't even have to explain what's going on because you just know you know uh in between war whooping and beating you up indians are all getting high and having vision quests right like all the time yeah it totally not even explained yeah they just kind of like they hold like this weird stone bowl up to his yeah. face and then like feed him some yeah. stuff out of it and then like all and of a sudden, you know he's, he's gonna hallucinate stoned right yeah yeah just really quick <laughs> yeah, and he hallucinates this weird CGI hummingbird, but yeah. also Olivia Wilde can also see it, which maybe is like her alien power. I don't really know. Yeah, whatever. But there's this hummingbird. It's never really explained why there's this hummingbird, but it's there. And all of a sudden, he remembers everything. Oh. And he also remembers that his lady love, Alice, who you kind of see, and it's never really explained who she is, she was disintegrated by the aliens. Yeah, they... And they, do you want to talk about that uh, awful thing? So here's another reason why, you know, we're kind of like, uh, are these the Indians? No, they seem like... Because the, the aliens, apparently what they do is they capture the humans and then they vivisect them, which if you don't know what that means is you're alive while it's happening. So, yeah, so he wakes up, he sees his, 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 uh, his wife or whatever. She's, uh, having this vivisection being performed on her. And then right after the alien gets whatever he wants, she's incinerated and then he's next. Uh, so the alien comes and starts cutting into him. That's where he got the wound. He fights back and that's how he gets a bracelet basically by accident, uh, and, and runs off. But it's just, you know, like, so they're performing experiments on, on the humans, uh, as aliens are wont to do, apparently, right? That's our big fear. Um, but like, this is, this is colonizer behavior, right? This is like, literally like performing experiments on captive populations is like what colonizers do. Yeah. You know? And if, and if you don't know about that history on these lands, you yeah. should probably check it out because it's there yeah. and you should know about it. For, you know, sterilizations, just all sorts of really unethical like medical experiments. Like yeah. the majority of what we consider to be Western medicine, modern Western medicine, the reason that we have it. Yeah. It's founded on like really horrific torture of humans. Yeah. Yeah. And like generally like people of color and indigenous yeah. people. So mm-hmm. anyway. They kind of, they get at that, but it's, you know, it's all that kind of like wink, wink, nudge, nudge, you yeah. know, we're all past that. Look at how great we are. Yeah. Sort of, you know, but this is colonial fear here. again, right? Yeah. This is like, oh God, they're going to do to us what we did in our horrible past, except mm. this, the past that, that they're situated in. I mean, those things were, were all, were still happening. And, and yeah. for, for quite some time after that, we're going to continue to happen. So and they weren't, you know, 
us right now watching this, we're like, yeah, we're beyond that. Not, not really. really. Uh, but, but definitely where the movie was situated was not beyond that at all. They, they were just like in full swing. Well, I mean, the, the thing with it too is like, it's still always wedded to this idea of the cowboys and Indians, yeah. right? So it's like the, the aliens are simultaneously kind of like represent these colonial anxieties yeah. of what it's like to contact, you know, quote unquote new life mm-hmm. as well as the savage Indian, Yeah, you know? And like, that's where it just becomes kind of messy because yeah. it's like, it's very difficult like to... I- are the Indians going to do know, this to us? Like, if they around, had the power? Or, yeah, or, you know, or is it going to be other people from outside that we don't right. know? And or if we hadn't, like, come and taken over their lands, would they have come and done this to us? Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah right. it's, it's just, it, this movie's kind of a mess. Yeah. And, on, on, like, to be real, I don't think anybody really expected us to sit down and have a look at it in this way yeah. while drinking a lot of Caesars, but... Whatever. Here it is. Whatever. Y'all made your bed. Yeah. You gotta sleep in it. We're doing it. <laughs> So they go uh, and they find yeah. uh, they find the ship. It's this huge alien ship, and this was interesting. Dollarhide is like so they find out that they're extracting gold, and Dollarhide's like, oh, so there is gold here, right? Like he files that little piece oh, of information away for later. Yeah, oh this is a God. guy. This is a survivor. This is a guy who thinks ahead. So right, right. now he's like, okay, we gotta we gotta kill these aliens, get my son and everything. But he's like. But now I know there's gold here, right? Yeah. Like he's he's filing that away because this is how he operates. Yeah. Right. So they're so they're checking everything out. You know, you know, you find out the ship is like it's above ground, but like most of it is actually underground, and that's how they do their mining. And uh, so the Apaches have joined up with them, and they're all they're all uh, kind of checking the place out, scoping it out, trying to figure out how they're going to to go there. And uh, Black Knife, uh, the Apache leader, you know, asks uh, Harris through the translator if he can lend him his eyeglass, like his little telescope. And, you know, he's just Dollar Hikes' disgusted barely, face. Yeah. Barely managed to even. Why would I even give this to a subhuman like you? Yeah. yeah. Like, how could you even touch this beautiful item of mine? You know, yeah. and it's just like. And he's telling Oof. the Apaches, like, we can't just run around hollering, shooting, throwing spears, you know, like, telling them their tactics and everything. Oh, it's just yeah. constant racism from him. Yeah, totally. And so, like, the Apaches are getting all fed up. And this is where, this is where things for me uh, just got, like, yeah. bad news. is yeah. like, Adam Beach goes full good Indian. Yeah. Like, uh. capital G, capital I, good Indian. You know, like... He goes and he's talking to the Apaches in their language, and then Olivia Wilde is come, stands up next to Harrison Ford, and Harrison Ford's like, "Oh, well, what are they saying?" And so she's translating, and apparently Adam Beach is telling these Apaches like that, you know, like you, Harrison Ford, you gave him purpose, you you uh, told him how to man. take care of himself, even though you know you weren't blood, you adopted him after his family was killed, and you know, the war for Mexico and blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, like Harrison Ford's getting all like emotional because, you know, he's treated in that understated manly, manly way. Yeah. And it's just, yeah. And we were just, you know, vomiting. Yeah. It's, oh, so, guys, so we realize, you know, how much Nat cares for him. And I don't know. I, I didn't see, I didn't see him actually getting emotional dollar hide. I sort of felt like he was like, how dare he expose my, you know, my inner feelings to these strangers, these savages, you know, like, Oh really? Yeah. That's how I saw it. He was kind of pissed that, you know, he's talking about his like weaknesses or whatever. Oh God, that's brutal. Maybe, yeah, yeah, maybe I I read too much into that. Oh, that's even worse. So skipping ahead a bit, they, um, basically what they do is they, they toss some dynamite into the ship's landing bay to draw the aliens out. And so now the cowboys are working with the, uh, with the, with the Indians to kill the aliens. (laughs) 
<laughs> we yeah, we were confused. Too. Yeah. And then uh okay, and, and then so Nat basically gets bitten in the neck. Yeah. I, I had uh really bad hickey written yeah. down. Yeah. And he and he lays there dying in Dollarhide's arms and he, he says to Dollarhide, I was dreamed of riding into battle with you. Dollarhide's like, I was dreamed of having a son like you. And then, you know, Adam Beach just sort of like accepts his lot in life, like, I'm not the real son, it's okay. And he goes, Go get Percy, get your son. You know, like we both know he's your real son. I don't matter. I can just die now. You know, like, and then he does. Yeah. Ugh. And that's pretty much it. Like, you know, he mourns for a little bit. Dollar Hyde's like, you know, and, and looks at the Apache guy and black knife's like, yeah, you know, you understand loss. I understand loss. And, and that's it. You never hear about him again. There's no, no. more like Percy's the real son, man. Yeah. That's well, I mean, that's just it. And like, once again, it's like, you know, it doesn't matter how noble the savage is. Yep. He's still at a savage. At the end of the day, yep. you know, like the white future is going to assert itself. And, and he even knows that he has no value. And he accepts yeah. that. That's his place. That's his lot in life. Yeah. Like, it's okay that I die. I wasn't worth anything anyway. Yeah. Oh, man. God. And like, that's the thing. That's the thing that fucking gets me. This movie was made in 2011. Yep. And this is what we are still reduced to because yep. it's not, you know... You know, like, whatever, like, we can blame Adam Beach for accepting this role, we can blame whoever for writing it, whatever, but at the end of the day, this is still what people expect from Indigenous yeah. people in film. And this, and, and the thing, the whole uh, complicated relationship, abusive relationship between Adam Beach and, and Harrison Ford's characters is supposed to make Harrison Ford seem more likable and more yeah. nuanced and more and more vulnerable. And all it did to me was just, like, be like, wow, what an abusive piece of crap. Yeah. Like... Oh. Yeah, this dude is trying to raise his own son, and obviously, like, his own son is, like, a complete failure as yeah. a human being, probably due in large part to Harrison Ford. Yeah. And then he's got this other, you know, this other adopted child who's who obviously been yeah. spending his whole life trying to please. Yeah, and just doesn't value him at all. Oh, scum. Yeah, because he's, because he's an Indian, and that, but that's, that's just it, right? Is like, that's what really makes the whole, like, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, like, feel of this movie feel so gross. Yeah. Because he's you know, constantly because, talking about oh. how subhuman and awful Indians are. And, like, I don't care if he if he did love uh, Nat. If you're sitting there, you, you have somebody that you're raising as a son, and you're constantly telling him that he comes from a people that are subhuman and evil and stuff. Like, that's abuse. That's period, you know? Yeah. And that's the kind of stuff that goes on. Like, yeah, it's the stuff that's, like, that's the thing. That's the thing that we were talking about when we... You know, when we uh, decided to retire the Ask a Munio section, yeah. is like there's that fine line between satire and replication. Yeah. And this movie just replicates. Yeah. Yeah. That's, it's, that was there's no the satire thing. here. It's just, yeah. No, they didn't, uh, they didn't rise above it. They didn't show it for the ugly, evil thing it was. They just sort of accepted that that's, you know, well, that was the time. Yeah. Or yeah. Something. Everybody's a product of their time. Yeah. Well, you know what? The time is still now so you're not like, really you're 2011 not, is our time you're not supposed to like harrison ford's character but you're supposed to respect him and and see yeah. that he's he's actually nuanced and he cares and like whatever yeah, good good people doing bad things etc cetera, etc cetera. like all right and then in the meanwhile you have like these gross aliens with these slimy Ooh. little chest hands like licking your little face <laughs> all right so, so blah, gross. Blah, blah. anyway they, yeah they fight they uh jake and ella go into the ship um to free the people they honestly i kind of lost interest when yeah. adam beach died i know me too so i i know like, i've got i've anymore? got like seven pages written up to there and then the entire rest of the movie is like not even a full page basically yeah, they, yeah, they get good. the people out they they kill some aliens 
Uh, Olivia Wilde sacrifices herself, obviously, right. because God forbid a woman yeah. live through any of this horror. Because she, so she stays on the ship to to basically blow it up. Yeah, so and, that and it can't save, come back. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Daniel Craig's life, um, so that he can be angsty about it later. Right. Uh, yeah. And yeah, so uh, Dollarhide is is reunited with his useless son. Uh, everybody's reunited with their loved ones. And the the alien ship blows up as it's as it's trying to. I also you know. I also dubbed the alien ship the HMS Phallus. <laughs> I don't know phallic. if you noticed that. Yeah, it was you, very phallic. I was like, man, that thing's really uh <laughs> still still coming out of the earth there. Oh yeah, yeah, I heard still, you say that. Still really going. Right. Uh, but also the, that was actually one of the like one of the interesting things was like you see kind of how the aliens are extracting the gold from that ground. Yeah. And it was way less invasive than right? most mining extraction. Instead of using like now. cyanide and all sorts of chemicals. Yeah, yeah. Instead of like, yeah, fracking the shit out of everything yeah. to get at what you want. It's it just, just kind of like out. drawn it out. Yeah. And it's kinda like, oh, well and that was that was kind of the crux of it for me. It was like, well, why do they need to snatch all these humans? Yeah, I don't get it's that. It's never explained no, at no. all. It doesn't make sense because it even seems like um at times when they're when they're facing off against the aliens that the alien doesn't attack until provoked. Mm. right but then but then the provocation of of like snatching people and like i don't know how many vivisections do you need like what do you what were they what, doing what you, i don't yeah, know what are you what are you looking for i don't know it's just to show that they were savage yeah right? which is which is kind of like played into the whole at least for me like the whole yeah. like indian alien right sort of thing but like, it's never actually explained no why you know why they're inevitably all going to die unless yeah. they stop this one alien ship yeah but you know aside from that one massive plot <laughs> destroying hole but there's gold now they there's know gold. there's gold and the railways come and things are going to change and yep. and we find out that dollar Hyde's name is woodrow <laughs> yeah, and and so he you like know like the president i guess yeah like woodrow wilson i don't like nah, how do you decide to name a character woodrow i don't know whatever Who knows I, I don't know but then uh he decides he's gonna start you know uh handing more responsibility to his son and you know, throughout the whole movie, the son's absent. The son is kidnapped. We don't care about the son. We care about no. Nat. The son, the son has proven himself to be a complete yeah. douche canoe. Yeah, and so there's no mention. Ah. Yeah, there's the, no, but, but there's it's fine. No closure. Nat's dead. Yeah, yeah, there's no closure. Yeah, but at the same time, you know, who needed closure but right. us? Right? I don't know. God. I don't know. Anyway, so wait. that was the movie. Yeah, that was the movie. And uh, wait, are you hearing that? Yeah. I'm. Oh, God, yeah. It's like some kind of... Some interference kind of, or something yeah sorry hold on we're gonna yeah. we're gonna try to like yeah we gotta clean with some the knobs and yeah we'll, we'll, we'll come get right back, back to you yeah dispatches from the future incoming in three two one it's molly and chelsea and we are in the middle of a huge pitched battle i don't know if you can hear the laser gun sounds behind us but we are in the middle of just like a huge shoot up it's really really intense i'm sorry if, if, if we're not coming through very clearly uh, we're a little bit rattled, to be honest. Um, we're we're not really sure what to do. Uh, we were brought in here uh, because we're, you know, notable diplomats, and we were supposed to use our uh, our sense of humor to sort of de-escalate the situation. Um, but it, it doesn't seem to be working, does it, Molly? No, I mean, we, like we're generally considered to be a non-lethal weapon ourselves. Uh, because we're so funny, but the, the Munio Walk that, that have started this battle, they're so patriarchal, and they have such bad senses of humor that nothing's getting through to them. Absolutely nothing. Not even a smile. I don't even know if they can hear us. They're they're firing all sorts of laser class weapons at us. Uh, it's, it's, it's really, you know, we, we've had to, to go back in the perimeter quite a bit. Um, they've basically circled 
their corn syrup transport vehicles and are inside right now just firing uh, at anything that moves. Um, so we're, we're trying a bunch of different things here. Yeah, we, have, we, we only ever use the non-lethal weapons now, which is, it's really scary being up against uh, Muniawak with, with actual lasers, but, you know, we've deployed the baby laughter sound cannons to try to, to, try to calm things down. That doesn't seem to be working. I, how, can you not, how can you not calm down when you hear babies laughing? I, I don't understand this. The upsettlers have really, I don't know, have really alienated themselves from some pretty basic human instincts, I feel. Yeah, I mean, speaking of that, like, we've even been broadcasting cat videos on the undersides of clouds right over where they're holed up, and they're still you know, there's been no response. I, I I was hardly able to get up and like eat after doing that, after seeing that myself. It was just it was so cute and, and so wonderful. cute and funny. Cats, man, Rude. cats are so incredible. So we figured that they were really really stressed out. So we we started lobbing stress balls into their into their circle so that they could you know squeeze them, work you know, out work out the aggression. Right. The funny ones with the you know the little rubber chicken with the egg coming out of its butt. You know even how how can you not just de-stress doing that? You know, but I, I think that they thought that it were lethal weapons and they were screaming in terror, which is not at all what we wanted. This, this whole thing has come about because of, like, it just seems like it's all just a huge misunderstanding. I don't know how we got to this point. I, it's it's terrible. It's terrible. And it, it seems no matter what we say, no matter what we do, the songs that we sing, it's just all being taken as, as sort of you know, just naked aggression. Um, and yet we've done nothing so far to harm anybody. Uh, I, I just, I don't understand where this misunderstanding is coming from. It's really, really intense, and, and I feel somebody's going to get hurt here. Yeah, Nita Temtek, you know that we almost never come down from our Métis spaceship, and, you know, being brought down and, like, trying to come down to, to de-escalate things a little bit, and now we're in the middle of this? Like, we aren't prepared for this. No, I just want to go back to the ship. This is, this is, this is wild. Yeah, we, we've got to get out of here. Yeah. Oh my god. Wow. What? What, what even was that? What's going on? That was pretty wild. Like, so, um, yeah, we told you a little bit about our sponsorship with the with the Georgians, and basically, what the reason that they're sponsoring us, uh, the reason that we're shouting them out, is because they're sort of providing the technology and the 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 the, the power to provide us with these dispatches from the future from from our, our future selves right. in the year uh, 2315 is is kind of what we asked, asked yeah. our our future selves to send us but that wow what's going on i have no idea what's going on with our future self because the thing is too is like apparently this this whole system is still very uh like inaccurate like you yeah. don't know like is is this the is this the the last dispatch we're getting is this the first dispatch yeah we have no idea yet yeah we we have no idea what's going on so that Wow, really out of context and strange. Yeah, and sounds really awful. Uh, I I don't want to do that. I don't yeah. want to do whatever they're doing. It's yeah, so I'm really I'm nervous for our future selves. Right? I hope I hope you I get hope out of okay. that. Okay, that was um, kind of scary. Um, yeah, so I guess like hopefully hopefully we'll get some more of those. We're I just hope. gonna have to wait and see how things turn out. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah, I guess in the meantime we uh should probably uh I guess we gotta go. wrap this up and rate this movie. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, this movie. So, so what do we want to rate this out of? Um, I think we should rate this movie out of butt framing chaps. Ooh, good one. You know, like what yeah. are chaps if not frames for butts? I don't, I don't actually really know. They're literally like nothing but for framing butts. I mean, that's not true. But let's just pretend yeah. that's what they're for. Yeah, no, I mean in this movie, that's I'm making what a little for. butt like I'm with yeah, my hands. Little, I'm making yeah, a little butt I'm frame. I'm making little squeezing motions. There we go. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, I'll, I'll go ahead and start yeah, with yeah. this one. So, um, wow, racist movie and uh, and confusing metaphors of aliens and Indians and whatnot. Um, there. But you know, Daniel Craig's butt. Yo. 
Right? Yeah. Some some that's some good butt. That's some that's, good man that's butt. Great butt. Uh really, really enjoyed the 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 riding in this show. I mean obviously it wasn't Daniel Craig, but the stunt riders in this show mm-hmm. were pretty great. Yeah. Um you know and, and I what it surprised me if they were indigenous either. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like if, if you were an indigenous stunt riser for uh Cowboys and Aliens, give yeah. us give us a shout because yeah, there's a Cross. lot of fantastic, like, native, uh, even from southern Alberta, native stunt riders mm-hmm. for, for movies and stuff like that. So, yeah, wouldn't surprise me at all. Um, and the fact that, like, I just, I'm overlooking a lot here uh, just because I, you know, the, the vest and the chaps and the hat and everything, like, I just, just I don't want it to do it for me, but, but it, it does it for We're yeah. from Alberta, you know, know, don't blame us. It's it's not our fault. Don't judge you know? me. You know, Beyonce says, don't judge me. Yeah, there you go. And uh, so I, that on. yeah, I, I, Molly was Molly was saying, you know, make it a bit lighter because I, I wanted to give this like a negative 50. Uh, <laughs> but I think just, uh, you know, d- does it, does it make everything better? No, but, but Daniel Craig's butt sort of, Softens the blow a little yeah. bit, in in a taut, muscled, <laughs> dimpled way. Uh, so I I'm just gonna go ahead and give this. I can't do any better than one. Okay. Yeah, and yeah. and so like five butt framing chaps, best movie in the world. One really sucky. I, I gotta say one. One. Yeah. No, I I fully respect that. It's it's hard to it's hard to. Uh... I guess like give this movie any sort of rating. I wouldn't let uh, my kids watch this. Oh, you know, not even God. just because of the violence, but I I wouldn't let my kids see these kinds of portrayals of yeah. indigenous peoples. No, yeah, no, I gotta agree with you on that one. Like this movie, you know, it's made in 2011. Yeah. Uh, you know, you think that we, I guess you wouldn't even necessarily think that we'd be far past that, but you would hope that we would be. Yeah. Uh, and this movie kind of proved that no, no, we're not. We're really not. And. Uh, you know, shout out to every indigenous person who worked either, you know, on this movie in any capacity or with it, because mm-hmm. that must just have been brutal. Yeah. Uh, but I'm gonna have to go with Chelsea. I'm gonna I'm gonna be a little bit uh, more lenient. Um, and you know, maybe it's maybe it's because I I appreciate uh, butts that much more. <laughs> I'm gonna give it a 1.5. Um, I'm gonna say that it wasn't quite as bad as the Paradise Syndrome, um, if only because the Paradise Syndrome for me represented that little bit extra just complete offensive shit but clueless right like yeah it was more clueless like was it though i don't know i don't know i i hesitate to to rate things based on their cluelessness um but for me it was like at least you know and this is like hard for me as an indigenous woman to say but at least there were no indigenous women in this movie yeah to be sexualized and yeah yeah yeah, true you know like i think of movies like the outlaw josie wales you know and it's just like yeah. Holy crap. Sometimes and this is it's a better western. if we're not even in there. Yeah. You know? Somebody do a really somebody needs to do a really good Indian Western. Yeah. You know, like isn't, isn't there a, a show on CBC where there's a, a Metis actress who's playing a, a gunslinger? Oh, I heard something about that. Yeah, we should not check sure it out. That, yeah, we should yeah. check it out. Do you know the title of that, listeners? You should uh, send us yeah. that title. We need to figure out what this yeah, is. Yeah, we gotta like we, it's we need like, to cleanse. Thank you. That's yeah, we exactly. Need to, it. We, we gotta to cleanse after this kind of stuff. Going. Yeah, see something that isn't so awful. Yeah. Uh, anyway, it, it was fun watching a movie for this though. Oh, totally. Yeah. yeah, I feel like I pushed my scariness boundaries a whole yeah, lot. Yeah, that was like, a little scary. Slimy chest hands, like a few jump scares. Yeah. It's gross. Yeah, why, why are you abducting humans? Oh, it doesn't matter because we have these scary chest blah. hands. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, they were deliberately gross and horrific. Yeah, looking. totally. They anyway. deliberately des- dressed Daniel Craig in that incredible vest. 
<laughs> anyway, well, thank you very much for joining us on our first episode of our second season. Yikes. Here on Matey in Space. Space, 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 buts, 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 buts. Welcome to the Square Up, Kitty Physical, Matey in Space.